Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Dan and Dara Doability. I'm Dan Airy. And I'm Dara McNicholas. And we are here today in the Nebula Room of Oracle Digital in East Point Business Park. We are joined by Eva McAnini. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So we're going to talk a little bit today about you, actually. <laughs> uh, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, so um, my name is Eva, as you mentioned. Um, I was born with spina bifida. Um, I'm So I actually use calipers and crutches to get around. Um, I use my wheelchair sometimes as well on long journeys. I'm working here in Oracle for the past year um, as a project manager. Um, I'm from Waterford originally, living in Dublin for the last uh, three years. Perfect. And you mentioned there about the project manager. So what does that involve for you? Um, so I, I kind of work on a few different things. Um, I work in, I do a little bit of kind of general project management on different things that we would be doing in the organisational development team, uh, which is the team that I'm a part of, um, organising kind of helping to organise events and things like that. And I also do some communications and I also um, do a little bit around kind of pr- planning some of the, the other projects, like some trips and stuff that we would do um, here in Oracle Digital. Okay, perfect. So how did the opportunity at Oracle itself come about to begin with? So, yeah, so I was actually just um, looking for something new at the time and I was I saw this opportunity and, and it kind of a lot of ticked a lot of the boxes for me. Um, so I applied um, and I was absolutely when I came into interview was really enjoyed it. It was a great, great experience. I was like, this is definitely somewhere I want to, to work meeting the team and everything was incredible. They just seemed like a really, um, really cool and just kind of um, cool team to, to kind of be part of. And I was like, I definitely want to be part of this. So I was delighted when I was actually so like I got the position um I uh, yeah and I've been here ever since and what's your what's your history of college so um I studied English in UCC uh, majored in English and a little bit of history as well but I don't want to show for that too much <laughs> um, <laughs> no um I know why my is history <laughs> such bad news <laughs> Every, everyone's down on history I know my dad would be disappointed he's a historian oh, but okay. uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh, so I studied uh, English in my undergrad and then I did a master's in marketing uh, back home in Waterford um, so kind of I thought that that combination was really an interesting mix um, to do with kind of both my love of kind of kind of wording things right and kind of, um, you know, expressing myself in that way. And then also kind of the creativity and this, the structure around marketing as well was really interesting to me. So. Which, which probably lends itself very well to where you are. Yeah, right it does. Yeah, exactly. Especially in some of the, the kind of events and the, the, the common stuff that we do as well. It's, yeah, I really enjoy it. So I'm going to ask a stupid question about spine a bit for the, Yeah. What are the challenges or what? Yeah. So when I was born, um, basically, um, I had um, my my spinal cord was affected. Um, so now, as technology has progressed, we have learned that it's um, it can be due to a lack of potassium in the diet. That can be kind of something that that, that can help nowadays. When so if if women are uh, mothers to be are kind of aware of that. Um, but what I, I was born with, um, so a, a, um, damage was done to my spine basically um, in the womb and um, it affected, it was kind of lower down in my vertebrae, which meant that I wasn't, I actually had, would have a mild mild case of spina bifida compared to other ones. Then there would be more severe cases where, um, you know, it would be more, there would be more of an effect. Um, so if I didn't have my calipers or my crutches, I wouldn't be able to walk at all. So I have, I have very little power in my hamstrings. My hamstrings were, were the main area that were affected. Um, along with that then can come other issues as well like um, uh, bladder issues and things like that um, issues in like the systems like internally um, but yeah uh, thankfully it's kind of just my, my legs that have been uh, affected and I, you know, I get, get to walk around every day so I'm delighted Right, challenges yeah. when you're growing up was, yeah, I had a few surgeries, which was, you know, not ideal. Like when I was born, I was rushed to, to Crumlin Hospital straight away because um, they thought, you know, like I they just didn't want to have a risk of an infection that which would have been 
bad news. Um, so because obviously I had the, the open opening in my in my spine, um, which um, could have led to a pretty ser- severe infection if it hadn't been closed straight away. So I had to leave my mom straight away, and my my dad followed the ambulance up in behind in his car. Um, so it was, yeah, um, I was baptized and everything before it <laughs> just to to make sure. And um, yeah, so that was all went fine thankfully. And then I had also surgery to release my heels. My heels were kind of. Um, turned up when I was born so they they released right. them to make it easier for me to walk and then um, yeah then ever since just a few more surgeries then throughout throughout my life maybe two or three but then um, yeah, since then I've been good to go thankfully so what I suppose with, with, with growing up and obviously being different hmm. was that did, did that bring its own challenges it's funny it was not anything I ever thought of until I came to secondary school and then it became a problem for me um like I always had a great relationship with like my friends I had loads of friends growing up and and my parents were great and my family was excellent I had a great childhood due to some surgery I had that that made me miss a lot of time in school but then also that kind of led to it as well um and I was able to um yeah I was able to move to another school that was really great and I really enjoyed it and um it was the the a whole different experience for me it was very inclusive um and yeah it was probably the best decision I ever made really and then in the third year or into third level then Third it, level. it probably gets easier again yeah again it was easier <laughs> I suppose it was more of a mix I suppose of people that I was surrounded by and I was able to kind of find my my people I suppose uh, really enjoyed it and um, obviously there's always kind of like issues in terms of accessibility when you first come to a place so when I started like I had to just there was a bit of just I suppose teething teething problems and trying to figure out you know how can I get here in time and, and kind of working my schedule around like that and stuff but I have to say the people in college were great and I got had great support there as well and yeah. do you think it took your college friends time to kind of adapt or do you think they were do you know as soon as you arrived in college they were very open or or did yeah. it take time to kind of okay this is what we're yeah, we're working with here. No, surprisingly enough, it was actually just kind of natural. Um, it happened naturally, which was a the difference that I saw from secondary school to university. It was just kind of a just more kind of just automatically. Yeah, it's everything's fine. You don't like it was never kind of a. Uh, you weren't having to make a point of it exactly yeah, yeah it yeah. was just kind of accepted yeah and it, it was great there was never a time when I felt like I was excluded or you know it was it was made a big deal of that's really really good yeah you know, we have that with Dan as well he just blocks exits <laughs> blocks access to the you know to, to the lecture because he just sits up the front and you can't see <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay you know it's, yeah no but I, I understand it, 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 it's always been one of Dan's questions I suppose really about fitting in and, and yeah. I suppose finding your tribe mm. which yeah. you kind of mentioned and, and it, it being more than like I suppose we don't really see the chair anymore with Dan yeah yeah, and I suppose for me that's like an aim mm-hmm. that I have you know is that people see me as me yeah as Dan, and I think I mentioned it to you even earlier in the week, just in terms of there's that balance that you need to strike when, you know, on a social thing, uh, sorry, on an everyday level, you want people to see you. But then when it comes to organizing social events, it's kind of like you need people to see. And it's great when like people say to you, oh, I forget that you're in that situation. But in those kind of situations, that's not helpful. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, that that can be a, a strange strike because obviously a, stri- a weird um, 
uh, balance to strike because I suppose you want people to yeah see you as you but then at the same time you need them to kind of consider your your needs as well but uh, yeah I definitely have had times where I felt a little bit kind of guilty or something about saying okay guys actually can we go somewhere else or can we sit downstairs in this this pub or whatever because I you know I can't manage the stairs and it's, it's something yeah. probably I shouldn't feel guilty about but I do because it's kind of like well, am, I, yeah. am I depriving them of absolutely something? like yeah. that's definitely something that I I've had before like you feel guilty for kind of going this isn't going to work because as you said it's kind of you're feel like you're depriving everybody else and it's like then it's kind of like oh it's not all about me but it looks like it exactly yes yeah. you think that you're being the kind of the fussy with the fussy one even though yeah. you kind of have to be <laughs> yeah absolutely in a way. yeah yeah so we know this is a a lovely new renovated building or it's yes yes it's, it's just having a chat with on the way up there and he's kind of saying it's only here since open since November right. so we say within Oracle then what is it like yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm really happy here. I am um, that this is it's obviously as you said a, a new building, and I I have very little issues getting around here. But myself and Dan actually went through um an exit. We went through the building earlier this week, and we were kind of looking at it. And there is surprising how when you actually really look into it, how difficult some things are. Like for instance, we have a lot of collab spaces that have high stools at them. Now that would be a, an issue for me because I I just would find it hard to get up onto a, a high a higher stool. Again, just bringing attention to. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just one second, I'll have Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's just, I suppose it's just little things like that that people don't usually think of. It. They say, oh, you're on crutches. That's fine. You can sit, you can sit down anywhere. But um, it's it's little things like that that are kind of, you, you need to point out, I suppose. Yeah. That's hard. Mm. Yeah. And as well, it's back, back to the thing where you, you feel a little bit guilty for saying it or, you know, kind of you think, oh, maybe I'll just manage. Uh, you know, yeah, because yeah, then obviously the person who's organised the meeting and they'll have a little collaboration in the space and it goes, oh, sh- Exactly. Oh. Yeah. But apart from that, I mean, it's it's there's wide open spaces. There's, you know, there's there's lifts very like close to each other. You know, it's it's it is great. Um, and there's lots of um, accessible facilities and things like that, which is great. I'd imagine there's lots of policies yeah. around inclusion and yeah so so yeah it's something that we're working on definitely yeah right. um so we're kind of working to make it a bit more structured at the, at the moment but um yeah i mean the but the innate kind of culture here is definitely one of inclusion and um i, I see that when i go through my everyday that the people that working here are you know they are inclusive and they are they they will help as well if they see that you need help yeah no it's, i mean it seems to be like a, a reasonably good i've only i've only seen a tiny little bit like in driving in and stuff like that you know it's, yeah. it's kind of like the whole it's a very modern way of working. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. Uh, which is which I think it lends itself well to accessibility. You know, if it's <coughs> you know if there's a bit of kind of leniency there, or not leniency, but kind of I suppose a bit more. It's an open culture and it's mm, a understanding. Kind of, yeah, it's understanding. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it definitely easier. And that that's something that I I noticed straight away coming in the first week was that just everybody was so open and understanding and kind of wanting to make you feel comfortable and getting me involved and you know hearing the wacky ideas that I had. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it, it's been it's been really, really cool. And just to see how positive everybody is, and, and particularly yourself, Eva, about your situation. And I suppose that's something that I, I would share in that I try and embrace it, I suppose. Yeah. And I suppose just in terms of when you were coming for the interview here, mm. was that something that kind of crossed your mind in terms of would it be an issue or were you kind of going no I need to focus on what I need to do 
yeah in the interview itself well the the great thing actually was before I came here there was um a stage where when I uh, when I applied for a job and I was I was called to the interview there was a question asking me do I need any uh, is there any accessibility you know, right okay needs that I have or you know um, um anything that I would need before coming in and I also did make a point because I always do make a point of just saying oh by the way I have crutches you know just to make sure there's not a flight of stairs up to an interview or anything like that so that would be something that I would kind of do anyway right um, just to kind of because I suppose it's just ingrained in me now to just yeah, to make sure absolutely second yeah, nature exactly yeah. yes yeah but um no I was delighted to discover that it was just so so easy and accessible anyway and then I suppose before our good did you have any issues with kind of the workplace and negative experiences around well I suppose access yes but then also attitudes towards not, not really, I have to say. I've been really lucky, actually, with the, the places I've worked. I haven't come across them any kind of negativity in terms of accessibility or my disability or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I've actually been really lucky in that way. It's a good point. Does it make it, would, would it make you nervous heading into an interview? Um, yeah, I think there's also almost kind of like an added pressure because you're kind of thinking, well, like, is is there going to be an issue, first of all, getting into the place, which is kind of something that other people probably wouldn't take into consideration. And then um, also, I suppose, will I be kind of thought, uh, disco- considered like on my merit and what I can achieve? That's the point that I, yeah. I, I'd, be, I'd be looking at. It, it yeah. is kind of like, I'm sitting here looking at you now and you wouldn't get any idea yeah. whatsoever, nor would you from a profile picture <laughs> or anything else. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know, is there an obligation to almost say beforehand or... Yeah. Is it? I, I, and I, I don't think there is, but it's just. Yeah. Well, I always do just to avoid kind of awkward situations because yeah. yeah, not not awkward. Like I'm 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 so used to people saying, oh, my God, what happened to you now? You know, now it doesn't yeah. just kind of second nature to me. But um, yeah, I, I definitely would mention it. And um, but like what I loved about here is it's, it's I'm I am kind of judged on my merit and my ability and, and the work I do, which is great. And I, like, I, yeah, it's never a question Ava's of... not Ava with the, with the crutches. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Which I really respect. And Ava as Ava. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned to me earlier in the week, just in terms of how open and accepting everybody is in terms of like, if you need to ask for something, yeah. they're there to help. And, and Exactly. Of, and similarly, there isn't a kind of a, a situation where I'm constantly being asked, oh, like, are you okay to do this? Or are you, you know, it's, it's I, I kind of have the understanding that I know if I need help that I can say it but at the same time if I don't I'll just you know I'll just carry on myself yeah yeah corporate events then is yeah. there I know when you all get together and I'm just thinking because when we went to the uh, awards up in at loan mm-hmm. <clears throat> everyone worked out well but I think yeah. it just worked out well by accident okay <laughs> you know insofar as you were the only person in a wheelchair I think uh, myself. Oh, sorry, and Neve, Neve was with us as well. Neve, yeah, yeah. It was the two, of the, the two, the two you Otala, but it, uh, it just happened. I think that everything was on the level. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of yeah. an issue getting Nevo for the photographs and stuff like that. Yeah, but again, I think it all it all just happened by accident okay. that everything yeah. was okay. So there was nothing kind of put in place. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. thinking if, if you go off in corporate events or you're away. Mm. And somebody, yeah. somebody says, well, we're going to go climb this tower. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> yes. it's yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm actually just back from a, a trip to Singapore that oh, really? I went on work, um, which uh, I suppose it was kind of the first long whole travel I, went, I did with 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 a, a job um, which all went really well and I was kind of able to make my own arrangement which was great I had the freedom to do that to kind of make sure that everything was accessible for me and then when things if I was tired or something one day then you know I'd just take a break and I, I would just rest for a while and then um, you know but it all went really well and there was no kind of obstacles that I really found there Yeah that's actually something I was going to ask you because that is something that I find is an obstacle in terms of you know, going away and actually finding places that are 
accessible. Yeah. So how how was that in terms of how did it work for you logistically? Mm. Yeah, I suppose in terms of I suppose like places like Singapore and say if you go into the States and stuff, it usually isn't, you know, it's usually easier um, in, in those like in right. places that would have those kind of facilities. But yeah, there's definitely um, times where, you know, other country, you know, if you're traveling places that wouldn't be um, as kind of accessible in, in the whole in general. Um, but yeah, it can be difficult. You really need to do your research. I think that's just the really important bit just to do do research and that kind of we have to maybe take that extra step when we're when we're planning things like that. So you were able to get on a plane, no hassle? Yeah, I just asked for assistance. So yeah. when I went to Singapore, obviously I had like um, stop-offs. So I had to just ask for assistance the whole way through. So someone would take me from the check-in straight through to the gate. And then on then they would meet me off the plane as well and take me through to, to the arrivals. So I uh, just have to make sure that those are, are definitely put in place. Okay. Um, and obviously it was a bit, a bit nerve-wracking travelling by myself saying, oh, will there be someone to meet me, you know, when I land? Because mm-hmm. if not, I'm <laughs> kind of de- deserted. But um, yeah, so it's just that kind of there can be a little bit of anxiety around that but it's just kind of having to put your trust in others and yeah no it is you miss the whole fun of getting carried onto a plane like that and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the embarrassment that comes with that really i suppose to, yeah, to some degree there, there is a, a a certain level of embarrassment well i suppose i'm not genuinely the, but I, I can see where where it comes from um because i think it's like first on last off Yes, yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like everybody's sitting on the plane kind of waiting there and you're kind of like, sorry. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I have had that before that you're kind of thinking, oh God, do they think I'm holding them up now? <laughs> yeah. Do you think I was just last Oh, here comes a special one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's Princess Eve. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could definitely relate, relate to that. So from the sounds of it, you have a considerable amount of freedom. Yeah. With with your job. Can you uh, explain that in, in some sense? Yeah. Just yeah, I mean, um I yeah, I definitely do. I mean the, the team I work with are very yeah, they're they're great. Um I think we all kind of have um a level of freedom in our in our in our jobs, which is which is great, I suppose in I suppose in our club as a whole maybe as well. Um but yeah, in terms of like um kind of what I get to work on and stuff, I get to work on some really cool projects and I you know, I definitely have there's definitely that level of t- of autonomy that I really respect. And again, it's back to kind of me being kind of merged on what I can do, um, rather than my yeah, ability, which is absolutely like there's no there's no sympathy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, which I really appreciate. Yeah. So travel in and out to here? Yeah, um, so I drive myself. Right. Yeah, so my car is adapted. Um, so my, you know, the the foot plates are in on my uh, up here by the the steering wheel. Um, so I by hand I uh, operate my brake and my accelerator. Um, so it's uh, it's, it makes it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. No, very good. Yeah. So, but beyond that, then, um, how do you, how do you find? So there was a time where I actually had to uh, for another job I had to use the the Lewis, which was an absolute <laughs> disaster. Yeah. Um, Isn't that a nice place to be when it's empty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like you, it would just shock you the amount of people who wouldn't yeah. give you give up a seat or you know even like when you give you the space. Yo- yeah, mind. yeah, or you know young able bodied men and women you know just sitting there and just watching you know it's it's uh, it definitely opens your eyes. Um, but uh, yeah, thankfully this in the position, position I'm in now, I can just drive straight to the door to door, which is great. You're making yeah. me very envious, because <laughs> that that's something that I've. Um, I mean, one of our first episodes actually was uh, the disabled drivers motor show, oh, yeah. and uh, in the RDS back in September, and just the amount of different gadgets that they had for for 
you know, driving. Yes. Was was incredible. Yeah, it is incredible the way that they that they, they can make so many adjustments now. It's 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 great and the, the freedom that that gives people is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, we're still waiting for the one that Dan can just drive into and, and then just take off. Yeah. <laughs> but we know we had we did have the discussion around uh, when we when we get to the point of autonomy uh, autonomous yeah. driving and stuff like that. Exactly. How much of a difference that's going to make? It's going to be huge. Yeah. In 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 the, in the lives of everybody, but like especially with people with disabilities. Yeah, and the progress that has been made in technology now, it won't be too far off. I think you know it's it's they're really making great progress. So it's um yeah it's exciting to to think of the possibilities of the, for the future, um especially. Working in a tech company, I, I get excited when I think about it. Mm. Yeah. Is there something that you wish employers would consider in in terms of it? Is because I remember you me- you mentioned a particular story that employers at certain points aren't necessarily accommodating, so they expect you to be, you know, they expect you to do something regardless of your situation. So is there something that you wish that they'd be more kind of cognizant? Um. Yeah. Of? I suppose yeah. in in general, in general yeah. yeah. I suppose um, yeah, not with the with the situation I'm in now. Um, but I suppose in general, yeah. I suppose uh, maybe a more understanding stance would be, and I think more understanding to do with I suppose what people need and the and to try and accommodate them in terms of maybe you know flexible working and stuff like that, yeah. which I think is becoming more common, which which is brilliant. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, I think it's it's really important to have the conversation, and that's why I think kind of making like podcasts like mm-hmm. this is really important because the conversation. Can, if it's more open and and uh, people can talk about it freely, then I think it's it's uh, it's easier to just sit down and have those conversations with your with employers and just um, set kind of what what I set out what you need and then hopefully they can try and accommodate. Yeah, I think that works quite well in in, in a corporate mm. standpoint where where I know you're de- you're developing further um, sort of process and procedures and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think it's going to be harder with smaller companies. Yeah. Who don't have the resources and yeah. don't have the social responsibility, mm-hmm. which I suppose is probably a huge thing, just even around social responsibility yes. and, and showing that everything is inclusive. And yeah. I mean, we we did talk a while ago about um, the whole pride mm. sort of thing, you know, where um, just before the event, you know, every every corporation has their pride logo up, and uh, you know, but are they living those? Are they? What, talking the talk exactly yeah. as yeah. as it goes yeah. you know throughout mm-hmm. their you know or, or, I, I suppose the unisex kind of toilet I suppose is, is yeah. probably the really obvious one mm-hmm. uh, or gender neutral sorry Jesus I can't keep up with it uh, yeah but I mean it, it, would you imagine Oracle will from we say from inclusion point of view mm. backward or going yeah oh yeah like I definitely I think they you know um definitely a lot further than a lot of people a lot of, of companies are and uh, like I think obviously as you said it's, it is a struggle for I suppose smaller, smaller companies who wouldn't have the resources um, but I think it's important that every that companies do what they can it, with the resources they have and just even even just trying to make the culture inclusive in terms of attitude is, is a great starting point I think and um, that doesn't cost anything just to maybe just have some maybe meetings around it or just some trainings even and um, there's some great Great trainings available. I know that, um, and uh, yeah, I think that's a great place to start in terms of just educating people, and then they can kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean that that's something that I would completely agree with. I, I suppose for me, and it, it's similar to what you mentioned there. It's just about the time to, and I can understand. I suppose from a corporate standpoint that it's all very busy and you know deadlines need to be met and stuff, but there still is that element of like taking the time to understand somebody and understand their needs and yeah um because 
I've always had the opinion that just because somebody is in a situation like myself or yourself doesn't mean they can't add value yeah, um, yeah. to a discussion. And that sounds like it's ridiculously obvious. Mm. But yet, even in society in general, it, it doesn't feel like it's actually acted on. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's been, there's research done on it and it's proven that, you know, more diverse teams are actually more successful. So I think it's, um, yeah. you know, business leaders are coming more and more aware of the fact that it just makes good business sense to have diverse teams, whether that be um, ability um, differences or, um, you know, LGBTQ um, communities involving involving them and, and things like that. It's just, it's, it's important uh, business move to do it. And it's not just some kind of airy-fairy uh, kind of thing to have on the side and nice to have. It's, you know, it's important. Yeah, we've, we've met our corporate yes it's over there's a file 27 exactly yeah yeah like i definitely know in terms of like what you were saying earlier on about oracle being accepting and that that's something that i noticed straight away mm. i mean i've had and i'm not just saying this to say it because i'm right here right now but i've had an incredible time and it's it's been great to be as involved mm-hmm. and as immersed in it yeah as I have been, and uh, it's been a pleasure to do <laughs> these podcasts actually because it's um, we've recorded a number of podcasts over the three weeks, and it, it's been nice to do that because that's kind of I suppose mine and our forte, mm. um, and it's just been great to be as involved because I know people can go to certain work experience and you're kind of just there, yeah, to be there, you know. So I want to say a huge thank you to to you and all, all the team that will be extended later on as well because we're we're working on um a, a diversity and inclusion presentation no yeah. spoilers yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah no i just wanted to say thank you very much for having me um it's it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you for having us yeah no it's today. Such a pleasure yeah great um, really enjoyed it and thank you for having me as a guest yeah but just before we wrap up Roll and stroll. Where are we? Roll what, and what's this? What's this week's excuses? Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, come on. <laughs> not very many excuses, to be honest. I'm actually there is a new development that I will be working on with that, which is the um, donation page. I'm going to. I'm going to be working on a donation page over Brilliant. the next couple of days, yep. so people can uh, can get involved with that. Um, just for, I'm not sure if I might have mentioned it early in the week, Ava, but this is a 5K that I'm attempting to do in September. Oh, very good. Uh, for the Irish Wheelchair Association. Excellent. Um, raising money for their youth services. Uh, because that's something that runs entirely on donations and it's something that I've been, I'm an IWA member for donkey years now and it's something that i've benefited from uh for as i said four years Mm -hmm. and um i i just the opportunity for a 5k came up and i was kind of like i could do it in the chair but that's not yeah that's the easy way out so i'm currently training for a 5k on a hand bike oh great um so yeah as i said i'll be putting the um donation page up once once it's up, I'll let yeah, you guys know. Yeah, that's a good know. idea. Yeah. And uh, any support would be greatly appreciated. And it is on 
Sunday the 1st of September in St. Anne's Park in Rohini. So you're still avoiding what training you've done this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't realise that actually. Uh, I'm going to be honest and say not much. I have um, done a little bit, um, but as of today, I will be back on it. And that's not just saying it because I'm on a podcast right now and I need to stay positive. Um, but as of today, I will be back on it. Uh, and I'm actually finding it relatively okay. You know, it, it's not a point of avoidance because I'm not enjoying it. It's more avoidance because of other commitments. Uh, but yeah, no, it's actually, it's like, it's gone really well. I'm... Um, continuing to up the resistance as I go so it'll be interesting by the time I get access to the handbike how high the resistance will have gone on on the handbike that I have at home yeah so uh, close yeah Mm. exactly see see what the comparison because that's actually something I'm um, interested in just to see what differences and similarity that's something I'm interested in yeah and I'm also a little bit nervous about because I know when we went out to the IWA a few about a month ago now, this time, yeah, will be. Yeah. They did say that they had a a bike that was a little bit more upright, which will work. But I'm still a little bit apprehensive as to how I'll respond to it myself. Not so much about the bike itself, because I feel like that'll work, Do you know. But um, yeah, we're I'm gonna keep pushing, and yeah, I did mention last week about not making any excuses and here's me making loads of excuses but uh yeah no we're gonna be back on it and i shall keep you updated okay and thank you very much everybody for the support lovely uh eva it's been an absolute pleasure um so thanks very much for having for having me anyway and, and, and dan and the opportunity to come down here to oracle to uh do this uh, particular podcast absolutely thank you i've been darren mcfickles and i've been diane airy and we'll talk to you very soon